sifter.com.au. Hi, I'm Fiona Bartholomeus. And I'm Omi Kors. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, Embracer winds back some of its ambitions, sacking staff and cancelling games. Xbox and Ubisoft show off their next batch of games, and the Activision-Microsoft deal hits a regulator roadblock. Here is the news for Sunday 18th of June. Let's go. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. Embracer Group, after buying up a stack of developers, have announced they're now closing studios, cancelling games and laying off workers. CEO Lars Wingerforsch said in an open letter to the company's 17,000 staff that the company would decrease spending, reduce third-party publishing, focus more on internal IP and increase funding to their large-budget games. Wingerforsch also said the studio would try to transition affected staff to other projects internally. This surprising announcement comes not long after the revelation that a $2 billion deal between Embracer and an unnamed partner fell through. Over the years, Embracer Group has acquired many different studios, including THQ Nordic, Sabre Interactive, Gearbox, Middle Earth Enterprises, and more. It's unsure how these subsidiaries and games are set to release in the next year will fare. In some slight good news, though, Crystal Dynamics has insisted its Tomb Raider project and Perfect Dark game will not be impacted by the restructure and cuts. Microsoft's $68.7 billion bid to buy Activision Blizzard has hit another hurdle with the United States Federal Trade Commission now applying for a temporary restraining order and preliminary injunction. In the statement, the FTC said the temporary restraining order and preliminary injunction are necessary because both the companies have stated that they may still complete the acquisition at any time. Even though the acquisition was blocked in the UK by the Competition and Markets Authority, the companies can still technically seal the deal. They have approval from the European regulators and are currently trying to appeal the CMA's block. In new release news, the big events continued this week with showcases from both Microsoft and Ubisoft. Microsoft kicked things off with a series of big trailers, including a new teaser trailer for a reboot of Fable, starring comedian Richard Ioardi, and Obsidian's upcoming single-player fantasy RPG Avowed, which has been described by the team as their answer to Skyrim. Starfield, Bethesda's long-awaited upcoming single-player RPG, had an impressive showing with a 45-minute showcase trailer. There were glimpses of the game's robust starbase and starship crafting system, as well as deep dives into games' characters' customization, planet exploration, and gameplay systems. It's a bit odd, but one of my favorite ways of customizing ships is um, I make them look like animals. The HMS Platypus, as I called it, where it had a, like a giant tail to it. And we've done spiders, we've done mechs. So it's really whatever your imagination is. I can't wait to make my own weird ships in Starfield. The game looks massive and is promising roughly 1,000 worlds to explore and traverse. We'll have to wait until September 6th to see if it actually delivers. Forza Motorsport got a release date and it'll be out on October 10th on Series X and S and PC. Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024 was announced and will feature new activities including cargo drops, air racing and even agricultural aviation. Chemtrail conspiracy theorists Microsoft have you covered. There were also heaps of third-party trailers and announcements 
from a full-blown Persona 3 remake to the latest entry in Sega's Like a Dragon series, Infinite Wealth, featuring an, an absurdly hunky Ichiban Kasuga waking up naked and confused on an American beach. <laughs> We're not done with showcases though, as Ubisoft had quite a lot to reveal at their forward showcase. Star Wars Outlaws is a massive open world adventure game starring thief Kay Vess on her adventures through the galaxy, escaping dangerous bounty hunters and cartel groups. Ubisoft are promising stealth mechanics, blaster combat, speeder bike, and tricksy dialogue and role-playing encounters. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora received its first proper gameplay showcase with detailed footage of the game's combat, open world mechanics, and gnarly alien lifeforms. It will be out on December 7th on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S and PC. We then got an eight-minute gameplay demo of the upcoming Assassin's Creed Mirage, which showcased the series' return to its roots of a snappy parkour acrobatics and stealthy neck-snapping mechanics. Finally, we got a look at the new entry in the Prince of Persia franchise, The Lost Crown, featuring a bold art style and what looks to be a very cool mix of 2D Metrovania exploration and action-heavy combat. For the full details of everything at the Xbox and Ubisoft Forward Showcases, you can check out our show notes. Wake up again. Citizen Sleeper developer Gareth Damien Martin has revealed a sequel to the cyberpunk narrative game Citizen Sleeper 2 Starward Vector. An animated trailer was released introducing the game's new story and a couple of interesting faces who will take us along another journey to build a refuge among the stars. Citizen Sleeper 2 will once again draw on the freedom and flexibility of tabletop role-playing games with a strong focus on dice rolls and storytelling systems. The announcement didn't come with any word of a release date or time frame. Still, we're huge fans of the original award-winning Citizen Sleeper and can't wait to turn our eyes starward for the sequel. XO1, the Australian-made gravity-based spaceship exploration game, is getting a spin-off. XO Rally Championship will be an off-road racing game. It will take place on similar futuristic landscapes as XO1, but this time you'll be racing across harsh alien environments in a futuristic Land Rover. This looks to be pretty fun, dealing with the wacky physics, intense weather, and hardware-breaking temperatures. It's a single-player game with a career mode inspired by Earth's legendary rally events. No release date as of yet, but we will keep you updated. Overwatch 2's newest season has arrived and brings several contentious balance changes to the multiplayer shooter. Crowd controlling abilities that slow players have been brought back into the game with reworks of both Cassidy and May's abilities that have left many tank players scratching their heads. Troubled support hero Lifeweaver has also received a large array of buffs to bring him into line with the rest of the roster, but it's unknown if these changes will fix his issues or if the dev team will need to do substantial rework on how the hero plays. Season 5 features a fantasy-themed battle pass, complete with medieval outfits for most of the roster and a new limited-time game mode where players must take on a supercharged Demon King Reinhardt. That's not the only Overwatch 2 news, though. Alongside the reveal of Season 5, Blizzard have finally revealed details of when and how their scaled-back PvE content will arrive in the game. Overwatch 2 Invasion will be released as part of Season 6 in August 2023 and brings four cooperative PvE missions that will cost a minimum $15 purchase to play. It'll also feature an ultimate bundle, which will set you back about 40 US dollars or roughly 60 Australian, the most expensive piece of content for the free-to-play game yet. 
That's it for the big headlines. Here's what's coming out this week. In space, nobody can hear you scream. In the squad-based tactics game, Aliens Dark Descent. Command a crew of hardened colonial marines to stop a terrifying xenomorph outbreak from the 20th of June on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Get ready for chaos with Crash Team Rumble, a 4v4 party game where the iconic heroes and villains of the Crash universe battle to capture more Wumpa fruit. Releasing 20th of June on PlayStation and Xbox. It's time to lose your entire life in another massive Final Fantasy game. Step into the shoes of Clive Rossfield, a warrior granted the title of First Shield of Rosaria in Final Fantasy 16, an epic dark fantasy action RPG coming to PS5 on the 22nd of June. The Bookwalker Thief of Tales is a stylish narrative adventure in which you play as Etienne Quist, a writer-turned-thief who can literally dive into books. Try the turn-based combat, puzzles, and mix of top-down and first-person gameplay on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox from 22nd of June. And last but not least, Dr. Fetus Mean Meat Machine is the next game from the Super Meat Boy developers, Team Meat. Test your skills with this combination of classic puzzle gameplay and hardcore platforming, coming to all platforms from 22nd of June. Articles to read, videos to watch, and podcasts to listen to. Sifter.com.au This has been Walkthrough by Sifter. My name is Fiona Bartholomeus. And my name is Omi Kulis. Thank you so much for listening. Walkthrough is our recap of the news, but if you want to catch up on all of Sifter's stories, we've got a fancy newsletter. It's an easy way to make sure you don't miss any of our interviews or reviews, and it's out every fortnight. Head to sifter.com.au forward slash newsletter to subscribe. That's sifter.com.au forward slash newsletter. Sifter is produced by Kyle Poletto, myself, Adam Christou, Daniel Ang, and Fiona Bartholomeus. Mitch Lowe is senior producer who edited this episode, and Gianni Di Giovanni is our executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune, and thanks to Audio Technica Australia for their support of Sifter's podcast. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. Hi, Chris Button here from Drop Rate, Sifter's video game review podcast. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is finally here, continuing the ambitious reimagining of a beloved classic. It's very, very funny. I guess like that's that's part of the silliness, you know. Like you have this these really big world-ending stakes. You know, Sephiroth is a really terrifying villain. You know, the world's ending, and I think to have a game that is still fun and pleasant to play, I think maybe the tone is kind of. It's important to strike both tones because you need that levity so that it's not constantly depressing, you know. And I think so having the characters have that humour and like having the mini games and having it be a little bit lighter hearted, I think does give you that hope. Does it uphold the legacy of the famous original or burn Midgar to ashes to forge its own path? Find out on Drop Rate, available now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and wherever you listen to podcasts.